great day, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Thursday Thought. Of course, I am Marion, sister of four, here with your Thursday Thought on Blog Talk Radio. We are here on Exponential Existence Media every Thursday, here to bring you the thought that matters. Revealing your greatest parts of who you are, what you want to experience, and knowing that life is more than what you see. Haven't joined our mailing list yet? Head on over to ExponentialExistence.com. ExponentialExistence.com. I am ready. Are you ready tonight? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We are ready on tonight. Tonight is a Thursday thought, and I want to talk to you tonight about courage. Our topic tonight is simply courage, understanding that courage is going to take you through to your highest parts of your greatness. It is courage that's going to begin to be the fortification and the sound barrier for all of the noise that's going on around you. Again, I'm Marion, sister of full of Exponential Existence, and my company is a personal development and inner transformation healing uh, service company, and we are located in Arizona. Our services include uh, retreats as well as live events, and we are just ready to serve you, to help you to release, repurpose, and design a life that is fullest potential, has its fullest potential, and that is your exponential existence, where you're expanding moment by moment, experience by experience. Absolutely positively so it is. So on tonight, let's talk about courage. Courage is something that most of us see. And what prompted this conversation tonight is simply me watching the replay of the movie called The Wiz. It is the African-American version of The Wizard of Oz. And it was on Broadway, and it was sold out. And then they made a movie maybe in the late 70s, early, early 80s with Diana Ross, Michael Jackson, Nipsey Russell, and a bunch of other folks in there. And it was just really great. And this movie, the scene that I came upon was when the lion was had just gone through a, a a poppy field. And when he went to this field, it basically was talking about him becoming engaged in indulgences. And his issue, of course, is that he didn't have courage. And so Diana Ross or Dorothy begins to sing this song, reminding him that he's a lion. And she says, in your own way, you just have to be a lion. Stand straight and tall. You're the bravest of them all. In your own way, be a lion. Right? And then a mighty roar will come, right? I just want to tell you, if you get a chance to watch the movie, go back and listen to it. You will enjoy it tremendously. It is a beautiful musical and it is awesome. So I talk about the lion because one of the things that the lion has to understand is at the end of the movie, just like in every other Wizard of Oz book or movie or rendition, the lion realizes that he is courageous because after they leave the poppy field, the evil witch, evil lean, is coming to get them, and they have, they're in this place, and the flying monkeys are coming to get them, and the lion is working diligently to protect Dorothy and Toto as much as he can, even though he was going through so much. So what I got out of that is like, 
so much he was distracted. He was distracted because in his kingdom, people said he didn't roar the way that they wanted him to roar. And people said that he was not strong enough and he wasn't loud enough and he wasn't, he wasn't courageous enough. But all along, he had it inside of him. It just was very different from what everyone else had expected to be. Being courageous is not always going to be the way people want it to be, but you have to know in every part of your being that being courageous is the best moment. Which brings us to the time we're in right now. We we have so much fear and we have so much noise around us that is convincing us. We're we're nervous about whether or not we're gonna be able to go back to work. We're nervous about whether or not our family members are gonna be able to go back to work. We're worried about the healthcare workers, we're worried about you know, the, the viability of our society as we know it, but not understanding that we have to be courageous, not fearful. We have to be courageous, not fearful. Because what fear does is paralyzes us. What fear does is stop, forces us to contract. And when we are contracting, we are negating the higher parts of who we are. When we are contracting, we are not taking full span of our space. When we are contracting, we are missing opportunities to connect with people. I told you all in the beginning of 2020 that this, this 2020 cannot be about clicks. It cannot be about comfort zones. We have to begin to step into places where we can talk to people who make us feel uncomfortable, and we can begin to talk to people that are not who we would normally talk to because the resources and the wealth are, is in the uncertainty. I often tell people, and you know, if you've, you've been around me enough, you've heard me tell stories uh, of my study time. I mean, I'm 20 years old sitting in this Africology course at the university, and, and we're reading these narratives that have come from persons who have escaped. And again, I cannot recall the name of this book, but I see the red cover. And I remember reading this book, and, and this woman, this one story stood out to me, and it reminded me of something that I did when I was in high school. When I was in forensics, I did a story by Alice Walker. And it was telling the story about when a woman got whooped. But this particular story is about when this woman decided to run away. And I remember vividly that she said that, you know, she was so afraid when she got ready to run. But one thing she knew is that she had to get away from where she was at. Now, I know that we cannot compare our current circumstances and to this woman's lack of freedom and servitude being placed into forced servitude for a lifetime. Treat it like property. No, we cannot compare our times that we are in right now. But what we can compare it to is the fact that she had determination and that she was courageous. Because she said, when she said, when Master sold my father, my heart broke. But when he sold my mother, I knew I could not stay. And so she began to stay up all night and sit by the road and see what it was like. She said she would begin to see what seems like a hundred moons. And then one day she was sitting there and she came across a freeman a free black man. That's what they called him, Freeman. And he was coming, and he said he comes to the plantation every 30 days. And he was working on a carving inside of the, the main house on the plantation. And so he told her that he comes every 30 days. So she used his coming and going as a 30-day process. And she said he came and came and went three times before she stopped him and asked him about the life on the other side of that road, on the other side on that road that she was never allowed to know about, a road she had never traveled before, a road which and talked to a person that she had never talked before that could have put her life in danger as well as his. But yet she still continued on. And so she said that after he had come and gone one last time, she decided it was her time to leave. And so she did. 
And she left on this road and she made herself the freedom. But I want to tell you, many of us are in the same spot. We're, we're finding ourselves feeling bound and, and we're worried about the things we can't control. We can't control how long the grocery store is open. We can't control what stores are not open. We can't control a, the lack of restaurants, being able to sit down with your friends and family and gather. We can't control any of that. But what we can control is our choices to be courageous. Our choice to be courageous, our choice to be embodying the greatest parts of our inner self, our choices to be ahead, go ahead and examine what we can affect and what we cannot. And being courageous only takes you to make a decision. Make a decision and make a choice to be courageous, no matter what's going on in this present moment. And when we do that, we'll be able to go forward. You see, being courageous is not something you learn. It's something you are. Being courageous is not something you learn. It is something you are. Absolutely positively so it is. So I invite you to think of that. I invite you to ask yourself, what are you holding back on? If you're a business owner, it is not time for you. People are saying pivot. Yeah, you're pivoting. Pivoting means to turn a little bit. But we're saying it's time for you to do a 360. You may have to do a 360. You may have to collaborate with the very person you thought was your competition. You may have to get more creative. You have to now. You don't. Might. You have to get more creative in the way in which you present. Do you know I have people that have said to me, I don't want to sell because I don't want to seem like I'm insensitive to the time. And so my response to them was, while we know we are in a trying time, a saddening time, I mean, it's, it's every day I'm just sending out love and peace and, and harmony. I mean, I can't even imagine these, these workers and frontline people and families that are dealing with this and people who are losing their lives. But it's something we can't control. But what we can do is be courageous and be there and join them and support them in a way that allows them to know that we're still thriving. After all their hard work, we're still thriving. After all of their decisions to stay there, to deal, to sacrifice, to ignore, to deny themselves so they can serve and find this opportunity for our country, for our nation, for our world to heal. We give thanks to them, and we thank them for that. But we have to get moving in what works for us. We don't want to contract. That reminds me of a story um, I was watching today on social media. And on, they had this video. It looks like a condor, uh, a bird. I, I thought it was an eagle at first. I, was, I can't recall what it's called now. But they had this bird. They were releasing it, I guess, back into the wild. But when it first started walking, when it first started walking, it had its wings very tightly, you know, against its body. And it was just kind of walking, you know, as if it didn't have wings. And then it went a little bit further. And I guess it could, to me, I could feel the wind. I could hear the wind, I should say. So I imagine this bird could feel the wind blowing beneath its wings or against its body. And every now and then you kind of saw him just kind of fluff up his wings like he was testing it out. And I like to imagine that in that moment I said, wow, he's just trying to figure out 
He's trying to figure out, will they work this time? Will they let me down? Will my wings really let me fly? Well, I mean, is it too late? I mean, I've contracted so much. I've, I haven't been able to fly. When last time I tried to fly, I ended up crashing, and, and I ended up in this place where these people were, these strange beings were helping me. Things, beings that didn't look anything like me were helping me, and I, and I couldn't spread my wings. And there it is. And then all of a sudden you saw him just kind of walk and walk closer and closer and closer. And finally you saw him spread out his long, beautiful wings. And then he started flying. And then you saw him soaring. And I have to admit, I let out a couple of tears because it was so beautiful. I felt like something inside of me was being freed and something inside of me was allowing me to fly free. Did you feel that? The power of the wings to encourage you, the power of your innate knowings, everything that was innate to that bird came immediately to him the moment that it no longer held its wings to its body. The moment he began to flap them out and give itself some space and begin to fly and soar and spread its wings out as long and as far as it could. It was in that moment. It's in that moment. It's in that moment. That moment right there. That's when it happened. For that reason, in that moment, flight took place. He was restored to a place. Much like who chose her freedom. That woman that chose her freedom to go forth and to live her life. That woman that chose her freedom over a servitude life. That that lion in the movie, The Wiz, who chose to fight for Dorothy and Toto, even though he had never thought he had courage, he was showing it all along to go on a journey with strangers, to be able to get to a place and trust that when they got there, that something was going to be there. But any of us, many of us right here, right now, have to get into action. We have to begin to survive for the moments to have the better parts of who we are. Right here in this moment, we got to begin to look past the uncertainty, look past the, the dollar amount that we have or don't have, look past the legislation, look past all of the advertisements, all of the, all of the social posts, all the arguments, all of the arguments. We have to, because then in that moment, then in that moment, we will then be able to walk in courage and be courageous. Become courage, and we choose courage over chaos. Absolutely, positively, so it is. So I invite you to be courageous, and if you want to continue to have people around you and ha- have some people there that might not be what you're used to being there, but they to hold you accountable, that can guide you, I invite you to join me at exponentialexistence.com forward slash connect. Join our family. Become a part of our family. That's all I want you to do tonight is just join our family. Nothing more, nothing less. Go to exponentialexistence.com forward slash connect. Again, I am Marion Sister of Exponential Existence, and this has been your Thursday Thoughts.